0: As I'm sitting here trying to think of what I'm going to say, the song by Donna Summer's Last Dance, it's playing in my head. What do you say when something is over? How do you say goodbye? I'd like to think that we're not actually going to say goodbye, but that we say, see you later. (laughs) Uh, Today is going to be hard for me. I'll try not to cry, but I make no promises. Our final episode for Beautiful Second Act podcast is bittersweet. There's so much to talk about more than I'll be able to put into words in this small amount of time, but I'm going to give it a shot. For more than two and a half years, you, the listeners, have become like family to me and I'm so grateful for you. Well, stick around because there's a whole lot of love and fun, reminiscing and good vibes happening here today. Are you in midlife or beyond looking for something more? Are you curious about what might light you up in the second half of life? I think it's time for you to rediscover your desire to live a more joyful life. After all, don't we all deserve to live a vibrant and adventurous life? Isn't that what you signed up for? Welcome to Beautiful Second Act Podcast, where we are all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. If you're on a journey to find your truest and highest self, then this is the place for you. Join me for some insightful conversations with inspiring people dream big, and no matter their age, are seeking the things that motivate them. People that are answering the call to live fully. You'll also hear some of my personal stories about creativity and growth. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hey, friends. Welcome to the final episode of Beautiful Second Act podcast. I'm Patty Diener, your host what a ride i've got to say i've done a lot of different things over my 55 and a half years but this podcast has been one of my favorites so much so that i know somewhere down the road i'm going to do another one the connection to the people reaching folks all over the globe making new friends it's been a bright light in my life we've uh we've had 68 guests with 71 separate interviews and the way that that broke down is because um Some of the guests had guests with them, so we had like a couple people together on one interview, and then we also had 71 separate interviews, some of which um, people came on multiple times. It's just been so much fun. We've had solo episodes with me over the last 32 months we've been doing this, you guys. Today is the 158th episode. I can't believe how time flies. Uh, When I started this podcast, I did it because During 2020, when I hit a wall in my life, like so many of us did, um, wondering what I was going to do with my life and what I really wanted to be doing, I started reaching out in search of what others found, how they were able to reach that satisfying pleasure of knowing each day that they woke up that they were fulfilling their purpose, or at least that they didn't think that their job sucked, (laughs) because at the time, my job had gone from something that I used to love to a soul sucking job that I dreaded. I needed a way out and I needed guidance. And one of the ways that I found that guidance was listening to podcasts. Uh, I I listened to, I listened to podcasts like Hello Monday. That's that one that was from LinkedIn. Um, Unlocking Us, Dear Gabby, Dr. Wayne Dyer's podcast. But one of my favorites though was with Kathy Heller. It was called Don't Keep Your Day Job. I mean, it just, that was exactly what I was going for, right? That one probably is the one that inspired me the most to quit my job and do what I love doing unapologetically. Since then, I wanted to inspire others to stop doing what it was that they thought they ought to do or they felt that they should do and instead start listening to their hearts and do more of what it is that they wanted to be doing. I read books by authors that helped me to uncover my deepest desires that helped me to allow my soul's purpose to come forward. Books by people like Brene Brown and Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, Gabby Bernstein, Araya, Elizabeth Gilbert, Oprah, Deepak Chopra, Suzanne Summers, Michael Singer, and Gary Zukav. There were so many others, but those were my top authors for finding the diamond in the depths of our humanity and for learning our truest selves. The guests that I had on the podcast all had a story to share about either overcoming, um, about living fully, about learning grace and gratitude, or for being as healthy as you possibly could for longevity. The one thing that they all had in common was striving to live their best life in the second half of life. So even if this is your very first time listening to the podcast, I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to as many episodes as you can that might resonate with you. And I want you to know something that is the most important message that I can possibly give to you guys. Who you are, And right where you are in this very moment is exactly where you are meant to be right now. Acceptance of yourself and acknowledging yourself for all that you have learned, all you have been through, all you are becoming. You need to love that person that is you. Everything that you are right now. Because if you don't, then you can't move forward. You'll always be trying to cover something up or to make amends or to make excuses or to overcome I urge you to stop. Say thank you to yourself for coming this far. Love yourself, even for all your flaws, your mistakes, and your shortcomings. Say that you're worthy of love and that you will start with self-love. How we live in the second half of life, I believe, is the best. Hopefully we've gained some wisdom and not just knowledge by the time that we've reached middle age. So from midlife and beyond. This can be the absolute best time of your life because we don't need to prove ourselves anymore, right? Our first half of our life is us just figuring ourselves out. That's why we push so hard in the beginning because our ego-driven selves want to do all the things, right? We want to get the house and the spouse and the career and the kids and the cars and the the dog. (laughs) And then comes the later years when we realize that we have to clean and heat and cool that house and we can't go on vacation without a dog sitter (laughs) and we'd rather go to the spa than the happiest place on earth because can you possibly be that freaking happy when you are going around every corner and there's a screaming or crying kid i mean think about it have you seen those parents dragging their kids through disneyland they're insisting to the kids that they're going to have a great time i mean john candy did a movie about that and it did not end well (laughs) So all I'm saying is we are smarter and happier with just being us by midlife. And if you aren't, then do something about it. How long do you actually think that you're going to be here? You're meant to enjoy your life. So on this last episode of Beautiful Second Act, I encourage you to take a good look at your life. Are you living well? Are you enjoying your time And most importantly, are you able to wake up in the morning and go to bed at night with gratitude? Because to be grateful is not just saying that you have everything that you want in your life. It's simply saying that you're happy for what you do have in this life. Because shit happens. There's always going to be highs and lows, ups and downs. Without the bad days, we could never really truly appreciate the good ones. So if you don't like something, then change it and move on about your day. People say about the weather in Kansas uh, that, you know, if you don't like the weather, wait 20 minutes. Well, (laughs) everything is always changing. But if you don't change something, nothing is going to change. You have to make the change, right? But seriously, I I cannot express enough the importance of intention. What we decide to do, and where we focus our energies, it's where things move or grow. Same is true for crappy things that happen in our lives too, right? If if all you do is complain about things, you'll get more to complain about. If you see the positive even in the darkest hour, then you'll get more of that. I'm not a Pollyanna. I do acknowledge that sometimes life is fucking hard, okay? Loved ones die, people get sick, accidents happen. But I also believe wholeheartedly that the only thing that can change the darkness is light and it's up to you to steer your ship. It's up to you how you choose to live. Like Morgan Freeman said in that uh, Shawshank Redemption movie, get busy living or get busy dying. It's your choice, my friend, to stay the course because someone else told you you had to do that, or to make a shift, even a tiny one, each day or each week or each month, you know, until you find yourself in another place. You are the architect of your life. You are the painter. So stop complaining. When I stopped complaining and started doing something, making a plan for my exit from public education, I felt lighter. I felt that anvil that I was carrying being lifted off my chest and it was replaced with hope. It felt great to have a direction. I was making a shift. It took me a year and three months, but I retired early. I started doing all the things that interested me until I settled on what I really loved, this podcast and writing my novels. But after these past 32 months, I see a pattern that I'm not spending as much time doing what I really want for myself. I want to be traditionally published and get my books out into the world, but my intentions haven't aligned with the energy that I was putting out. I spent so much more time talking to other people and doing interviews that I've not followed through with my own desires, which is writing my books. And that's why I'm leaving the podcast, to fulfill my own dream of writing my novels and and traveling more. I hope that you're going to support this decision and maybe follow me along with my writing journey. And I'll share some ways that you can do that in a minute. But I just want to say, I know life is messy, okay? Anyway, life is messy and it's it's never going to be perfect, but we can make it at least the best possible place by spending time doing the things that we love. And if you absolutely cannot leave your job, okay, at least make peace with it and and schedule yourself some downtime to do the things that you love either on your own or with a loved one hey gang just a quick break to tell you about my book after the fire if you haven't grabbed your copy of this book yet i highly recommend you do After the Fire is a romance novel based on the real-life events of the 2015 Valley Fire that happened in Lake County, California, where I live. And if you're wondering how a romance novel can be portrayed within the tragedy of a horrific fire, well, I'll tell you that my characters are to the Valley Fire what Jack and Rose were to the Titanic. It's about two grieving people, a tragic fire, and one small community that won't be defeated. After losing his fiancée in a car accident, Embittered contractor Gabriel Hart is sent to Lake County to aid in the cleanup effort after the Valley Fire burned more than a thousand homes. Local girl Sarah McKinney struggled with a failing marriage when she was suddenly widowed with the loss of her young husband. Neither was looking for love, but for Gabe and Sarah, it was attraction at first sight. Only the opportunity to meet passes them by. Second chances are fortuitous when Gabriel is working to clean the home site of a fire victim and he sees Sarah again. With each having experienced unimaginable loss, the two form a bond that soon ignites into passion. But will haunting pasts, long distances, and a secret Sarah keeps stand between their true love? In this story of catastrophic loss, community support, and renewed hope, two souls try to mend their broken hearts while assisting those who lost virtually everything in the fire. So you can get After the Fire in either paperback or ebook from Amazon, or go to my website at pattydienerwrites.com to learn more. Links will be in the show notes. And your friends are key to living fully. Although I cherish my time alone, and I require a lot of that. (laughs) The older I get, I need more time to myself. But I also adore my time with my friends. You know, laughter, experiences, adventure, listening to one another, leaning on each other, support one another as well as holding space for each other through everything that we have to go through. And that's what it's about. If you find that you don't have a friend, start by putting yourself out there. Because I once heard Dr. Wayne Dyer say, the best way to help yourself is to go out and help someone else. It really puts things in perspective. I've recently been reading Anne Lamont again, and even though Anne Lamont and I don't necessarily see everything the same politically, um, she is so brilliant with her words and um, her honesty, and I wanted to share with you guys what she says at the beginning of her book, Almost Everything, Notes on Hope, and I think that this will hopefully wrap things up for you in understanding that, you know, even though life can be a shit show... (laughs) that it also has so much wonder and beauty and and love is the key to all of that and your friends and, and family. So she says, I'm stockpiling antibiotics for the apocalypse even as I await the blossomings of paper whites in the windowsill in my kitchen. The news of late has captured the fever dream of modern life. Everything exploding, burning, being shot or crashing to the ground all around us. While growing older has provided me with a measure of perspective and equilibrium and a lovely long-term romance. Towns and cities, ice fields, democracy, people, they all disappear. While we rejoice and thrive in the spring and the sweetness of old friendships, families are tricky. There's so much going on that flattens us, that is huge, scarier, simply appalling. We're doomed, shunned, exhausted, and overcaffeinated. And yet, outside my window, yellow roses bloom and Little kids horse around making a joyous racket. In general, it doesn't feel like the light is making a lot of progress. It feels like death by annoyance. At the same time, the truth is that we are beloved, even in our current condition, by someone. We have loved and we've been loved. And we have also known the abyss of love lost to death or rejection, and that it somehow leads to new life. We have been redeemed and saved by love, even as a few times we have been nearly destroyed and worse, seen our children nearly destroyed. We are who we love. We are one and we are autonomous. Love has bridged the high rises of despair that we were about to fall between. Love has been a penlight in the blackest, bleakest nights. Love has been a wild animal, a poultice, a dinghy, a coat. Love is why we have hope. And it's so true, you guys. Uh, Love is why we have hope. But you have to remember to add yourself to that list because you need to love yourself as well. If you don't love yourself, if you have no self-love, then you cannot adequately love others. That's why at the beginning of this talk today, I, I stressed the fact that wherever you are right now, you need to just tell yourself you're worthy of love. And whatever mistakes you've made or however you've gotten to be where you are right now, you are exactly where you're meant to be right now in this very moment. And you're going to move forward and make the next choice, the next best move for yourself, the next best steps for yourself. You can do that right now. You are the architect. But shaming yourself and feeling terrible about who you are or thinking that you should have done more with your life by the time you reach this age, that is just a waste of time. That's not helpful to you or anyone else. So remember, love starts with self-love. Um, so many people that have come on to our podcast have really shined a huge light on that for me. And by them telling their stories, sharing their stories about learning self-love, self-acceptance, and um, gratitude for just waking up every day, it has taught me so much. And right now, um, I just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of my guests. So give me a second. If, if you're not one of the people that was a guest on this show, um, I just want you to hang tight and listen to all these beautiful names be read aloud because they all deserve recognition. And um, hopefully you guys will go back and look for their names within the 158 choices that we have for episodes to listen to. They each had a wonderful story from either being um, a person that is healed from cancer or uh, someone who has overcome a great obstacle, or learned self-acceptance and self-love, or someone that maybe is um, a doctor teaching us about health and, and medicine, or um, you know a psychologist teaching us about our mind. Uh, we've had inventors on here. We've had people that have talked to us about menopause and the brutal truth of all the things that we go through as women and those that, that love us, what they have to endure by being with us. <laughs> as we go through that journey. We've had people that travel a lot on here. We've had people that bared witness to, um, to tragedies. We've had people that are authors and storytellers. So many wonderful guests on here. And I'd like to just take a quick moment to share with you their names. Starting with uh, the very first person that came on here was Willow Starr, formerly known as Carrie Vaca. Willow has been on the show three different times. We've had Dina Piscali, Rhonda Vargas, Dr. Madison Fandel, who's been on here three times, Mike Holland, Marco Langus, Jennifer Lynn Alvarez, who is a fantastic mentor to me. She's a writer and has had taken me under her wing. Kendall Fultz, Jalen Bailey, another wonderful author, Dr. Ellen, Tammy Alameda, Candace Pichard, Remy McCosker, Kai Bravo, Sandy Davies, who's been on here twice. And she, again, has just really been a great mentor to me in Self-love, self-discovery, and she's an inventor and a creator, and I just love her. Um, All of these people are adorable, and I love them all. The Midlife Mentors, James and Claire Davis. Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, ladies, uh, Bridget and Colleen. They are such a hoot. Janine Naiman, Margaret Jackson, Luana Bassetti, who has taught me so much, and she was one of the youngest people we've had on here. She's traveled the world. She knows multiple languages. Tracy Minaknuku, Thomas DeWalt, Christine McCarron. Mashonda Lindsay, who if you ever really need to calm yourself down and feel some high vibes, you're going to want to follow Mashonda Lindsay for sure, because she really helps to calm my nerves when I need it. She, she's taught me a lot about breath. Uh, Molly Mandelberg, who was my business coach. She is amazing. Ann Gordon, Maria Leonard Olson, Jody Silverman, Anna Lint Thomas, who's also another author. She's a humor writer. She'll make you laugh. Sylvia Quintella, Jen Graybeal, who was my editor of my novel, and she's just amazing too. Velma Knowles, Fagie Cobrey, the transformational coach, Rayanne, Elizabeth villiger Twofexes, Sally Bartlett, who wrote, Damn it, It Is Menopause, which is a hilarious book, and it also has a lot of great information. Clarissa Castillo-Ramsey, Heidi Newfield, the fantastic country music star. I just adore her. She's so sweet. Kim Spear Condon, Billy Lar. Jess Potjeter, who's known as the rosy Redhead, and she creates all of those wonderful things that just make us smile and lift our spirits each day. Amanda Lenny, who's an inventor and creator. Kate Wells, Ralph Montague, Tara Coyote, Rochelle Condi Now, Natalie Jobbity, Jennifer Vinge, John Koenig, Marianne LaRusso, who she and I have become really good friends, and she also lives in Northern California and has a podcast. You can want to listen to that too. Bobby Chenwig, Deanna Schober. Holly Dexter, who's also a fantastic singer, and she's a writer, and you got to follow her too, Lisa Murphy, Morgan Adams, Jeff Goodrich, who's known as Dude and Duder, Brenda Novak, a wonderful, highly prolific author who most everybody knows if you read books, (laughs) Jacinta Richmond, also known as Madam Menopause, Lynn Glodner, Nicolette Lazarus, Meryl Cook, Daniela Stevens, Shalisa McNeil, Wendy Parati and Dana Hilmer. And Dr. Lori Davis, who most recently came on, she's so wonderful. Oh my gosh, I just can't say enough about her. And Jennifer Degenhart, who was the last person I, I interviewed. You guys, so many wonderful people. I thank each and every one of you for being guests on Beautiful Second Act. And those of you that are the listeners, I so appreciate you taking time to listen to their stories and our great conversations that we've had. To fill you in on where you can follow me... Since things are going to be changing. Now, um, the Beautiful Second Act website, the the Beautiful Second Act Facebook community, the Instagram, all these things are going to be changing. So, for starters, um, the website that if you want to start following me um, instead of Beautiful Second Act, I will be blogging at rights.com. Links will be in the show notes. Also, my Instagram page for Beautiful Second Act is going to be um, changing. Well, it's not going to be changing, it's going to be going away. Um, If you want to continue to follow along with me, I have my um, Instagram page at Patty Diener. That's my author Instagram page. Also on Facebook, my author Facebook page is at Patty Diener. And um, who knows, I'm probably going to even come up with a newsletter um, as well as the blog just to keep you guys informed on what's happening But for now, just know that the podcast is going to be staying up until further notice. Even though I'm not going to create new content, the podcast will still be available for you to go back into the archives, listen to all of the older episodes, catch up, maybe find somebody that, you know, you haven't heard talk before and go, oh yeah, I love this episode with them and find out how you can follow them. Because like I said, we've had 68 different um, people on the show and just so many wonderful guests so there's lots of folks for you to follow and, and, and reach out to. Um, so the, the Facebook group, uh, that we, if you're part of the Facebook group, Beautiful Second Act Facebook group, that's going to be gone starting February 5th. Okay. That's the first thing that's going to disappear, which is the first Monday of February. Uh, Beautiful Second Act Facebook group will be dissolved. Um, the website for Beautiful Second Act will be up until the end of February and, um, The Instagram for Beautiful Second Act will be up until the end of February. So the only thing that's going to remain after all of this is said and done is the podcast will stay out there even though new content will not be made. I hope that that's clear for you. If you want to email me, you can email me at p, that's the P for Patty, P. pdener, that's D-I-E-N-E-R, author, at gmail.com so that's p d i e n e r a u t h o r at gmail.com links will be in the show notes if you want to get in touch with me because the email address for beautiful second act will also be disappearing i love each and every one of you and i send out blessings light and oh so much happiness to you all thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support your love your grace throughout my transitions in these past few crazy years It has been my great joy and honor to be a host to this community, and I encourage each of you to get out there and be your truest expression of yourself. Focus on the present with appreciation and experience glimpses of beauty each day. Life is a precious gift. So as Dr. Wayne Dyer says, change the things you see, and the things you see will change. All right, I'm going to be thinking of you virtually dancing out there right now. I'm hoping that you guys are listening to Donna Summer singing Last Dance, The Last Dance. So get out there and boogie-woogie. Enjoy every moment. I love you guys. I'll be talking to you out there on my other platforms. So find me, follow me, and I love you so much. Cheers.